everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club podcast. This is Ashley. And I'm Renee. And you are with us for season four, episode five, the one with Joey's new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the many. Yes. Um, I-, I would of- actually, though, like mm-hmm. that we actually call girlfriends, though. Oh, no, that's a good point. Um, Joey has many girls that are that he is friendly with, but only um, for a very short time is he friendly, and then he becomes very yes. unfriendly. <laughs> yes, he becomes unfriendly. He doesn't. They don't know that they're not friends anymore. Right. Um, I was gonna say. I guess as far as girlfriend, where they both agree that that's the situation. Like, yeah. um, yeah. I actually, want to wait and talk about that at the end. Okay. So okay. that sounds good. Um, don't don't I do I. I don't know. Um, I actually want to first start. To, I was going to say there's we'll just talk about there's a, um, a scene at the beginning where she's like, oh, I'm waiting for someone. And Joey comes in and kisses her. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's quite familiar. And like yeah. in front of his friend as well. So I guess like girlfriend is the appropriate term there. Yeah. They must have had a few dates already. I guess. Even though we've apparently never heard of her. And yeah. none of their friends know. None of them her. know. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess they didn't have, like, social anything. media or anything to be like, oh, yeah, this is what she looks like, which we've all have the, had the benefit of. And I do know that, like, when you first start dating somebody, you kind of want to keep it private until totally. you know, you know, until you're, like, ready to bring them around your friends. Totally. Well, like, a girl that I work with, um, I mean, I talk to her every single day at work, and we also communicate outside of work. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she was like, oh, yeah, Dylan and I, something, something. And I was like, who's Dylan? And she's like, oh, did I not tell you the guy started dating at the beginning of quarantine? I was like, oh, you mean three and a half months ago? <laughs> and so we've been calling him Quarantine Bay. Um, Cute. But the other day I was like, so I'm old and I got married before Tinder came out. So is he your boyfriend? Do people still have boyfriends? Like, what's the protocol here? <laughs> And she's like, I'll let you know when I know. I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> mm. I don't know if people still use this word even, but they're in a situationship. Oh, I like, know. I totally never heard that one before. Yeah, it'll be like where it's not a relationship yet, but there's definitely something going on. Right. Well, I was like, is it somewhere around talking? Because that used to be, it's like you were talking, you were talking and then maybe yeah. you were dating and then you were in a relationship and if you called boyfriend girlfriend boo whatever i mean there's a million things you could say but i'm like what are the levels i don't know the levels boo is probably one you shouldn't say <laughs> shouty boo yeah i call i actually call age. all my i don't call matt boo i call all my friends boo do you yeah like i mean it, like out loud or just via text both okay probably more in a text it's very cute it's very very middle school circa 1997 yeah well that's my sweet spot so exactly (laughs) that was where we where we very on brand very on brand for me (laughs) somebody was like oh yeah it's something something early 2000s and I was like yep I'm in whatever it is I'm in (laughs) early 2000s yes Yes. yes, my favorite. Whatever yes. it is, I'll take it. I'll do it. Um, I'll be there. Early 2000s Trivial Pursuit is like the only Trivial Pursuit I can play because mm-hmm. that's a hard game, first of all. Trivial Pursuit is hard. And if you're like, oh, It's an fun. insanely hard game. The kids version, I would say, is a still a hard game, but manageable for most adults. <laughs> is it for, supposed to be for like Mensa, like high What's IQ that? individuals oh. only? I don't know. I just feel like the only way Trivial Pursuit would work is if you had it of, of a, like like you said, early 2000s, like a decade. You definitely were around for it. Because I feel like all the older Trivial Pursuits are all pop culture things that happened when we were babies or not born. Yeah, like, totally. Way before we, you know, fits before OJ and Princess Diana, I do not remember, you know. Right. Um, and I would only remember those really, really big ones like that. Yeah. But, um... I feel like it's one of those things that, like, you need a specific era and you need a big team. 
I don't feel like that's a good one-on-one game. I feel like it would be more oh. fun with a, with like five people on a team, you know, because then it's you have not a everybody's team game, though. It's Trivial not? Pursuit? No, it's, it's individual one on one trivia. I well, feel like I could play on a team, <laughs> like six people, but like um, every man for himself. I guess you could have a team if you wanted to, but it's supposed to be like six players, I think, mm. and it's supposed to be like individuals. We played. Um, we played. Before lockdown, I guess, um, mm-hmm. this pub here in town has Trivial Pursuit, but it's Australian version. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I was like, so you were like, yeah. Australian is, Australia is a continent. That's all I know. That's all I have. Um, thankfully, I think Australia gets a lot of American media. So there was a bunch of stuff that mm-hmm. was American, but there was also a bunch of stuff that was British, a bunch of stuff that was Australian. Right. And I was like, mm, pass. <laughs> No idea. Uh, I don't know. What's that one really popular Australian soap? Is it Home and Away? Uh, yeah. Is that? Do you know about it? I mean, I'm very you knew the title. Yeah, I mean, I've never watched it, but it's was one it of popular the ones... in London? It was popular in the UK in the 90s and the early 2000s. So it's at least like mm. it was something that um, they would like report on stars that used to be on Home and Away, or that was always That's mentioned. Funny. Um, yeah, because it was really popular. I'm sure in all the Commonwealths it was more popular. I didn't know that it was Australian. I'm pretty sure it's Australian, but I now I might be. There is a really popular Australian soap opera that, like, I know is popular in the UK, but I thought it was Home and Away, but I'm not positive now. Um, can we should we talk about this TV show though? I mean, maybe I think that might be a good idea. This less dramatic TV show. I want to start. I want to start with the pettiness between Ross and Rachel. So because that's where the episode opens, and it's mm-hmm. I, it's so funny. It's funny, and I think we said this a few episodes ago. Like it's better that they're kind of like bickery rather than the really hard, sad. Like at this point, they're just like both pissed and yeah, are moving like, on. Funny pissed because it's funny. They were also bickering like the ski trip. The one without the ski trip was bickery, but in like a. Yeah. impossible say, way yeah and like very emotionally fueled bickering yes um yes this is more just like they're trying to stick it to each other yeah they're trying to one-up each other and like in that one they couldn't even be in the same room because they were right. so hurt and this right. one they've kind of got past the whole like i yeah. can't even stand to i mean they still can't stand each other but they've like kind of agreed to be in the same room i would say they're for both us. trying to prove who is over who more oh yeah and like totally. who can make the other one more jealous, not because they want them back, but really just as like a dig, you know? Yeah. So they're both kind of like trying to show who's more moved on and who's doing better. Mm-hmm. So Ross kicks it <laughs> off with like throwing that girl's phone number oh, onto Rachel. Oh my gosh. He could not be more of a dork when he is doing He's that. He's such like, a dork. It's so What's this? desperate and pathetic. Those are two good um, adjectives to describe Ross's behavior a lot of the <laughs> yes, times, I would say. There's yes. patterns of desperate and pathetic. Yes. I mean, I if it was me and I was Ross, I would very coolly have the conversation with Chandler instead of being like, In front of Rachel? Whoa. Yes. Like, and just, hey, so. Like, be um, cool. I can't hang out with you tonight because I've got that date with Amanda. Yes. Yeah, I remember that hot girl. Okay. See, you're yes. good at playing it like that. I would probably be Ross. I'd probably be Ross. Or to be honest with you, I'd probably just like be too nervous to even bring it up in general. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but that's not either like, of oh, their uh, MOs here, you know? No. So but I'm just saying like, like he could definitely make her jealous by by being cool. But this He doesn't know how to behavior, be cool. Right, this Isn't behavior make just her makes jealous. her like, oh, good thing we broke up because you're but, acting like But this. he does a whole pattern of that because he doesn't know. He doesn't yeah. know how to woo women. He's Ross. Mm, he has no woo. Um, how He's you Ross. got three women to marry you, I will never know. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he's like waving this napkin around with Amanda's phone number on it and um, – Phoebe starts to sneeze and Rachel steals it and hands it to her, which I think is so funny. And so yeah, like, it's perfect. You deserved that Ross because you're being such an idiot. Um, but so then to carry on with it he, later on, they, um, he's talking to Monica. <sighs> I've got to bring it up. I'm sorry. I can't let it go grossly between brother and sister when he's like, 
So the plan is to go over to Amanda's house, put the kids to bed, and then do a little playing of our own. And I was like, that's your sister. Why are you telling me? I know. Like, maybe we can play a little bit of our own. I'm like, you're so, it's so weird and gross, Ross. Like, stop it's talking so like gross. that. Stop it. Like, no one needs to know. Um, but then in the middle of that, Rachel walks in the door with her date slash kind of boyfriend, but oh my emphasis God. on boy. <laughs> this is Josh, and, and he's wearing, like, a soccer shirt. And they're like, oh, did you so used to dude. play? And he's like, oh, I still do. Yeah. So he's a soccer player at NYU. Now, how old are the Friends cast supposed to be? Like, 26, 27 right now? Uh, I think we might be. I, I think we, it's safe to say that Monica and Rachel are at least 28. Because in season one or two, when, when Monica's like, I'm trying to be 21 or whatever. Phoebe's like, you could pass for like, 25, 20, 26. And she's like, six. I am 26. Yeah, so that's okay. season one or two. So I would assume Rachel and Monica are at least 28 by now. We'll say 27 to be conservative. But either way, like eight years older than Josh minimum. Yeah, because I was going to say you're in college when you're, what, like 18 to 22. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, I'm hoping to make varsity next year. Right, so which implies that he's younger. <laughs> he's not even, yeah, he's not a senior in college. That's for oh sure. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I love how she's like, isn't it nice to just be in a fun relationship, finally? Yes. Um. And, and she's like, I bet he's never even set foot in a museum. And Ross is like, well, maybe he'd get to for like a class field trip. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. <laughs> Just the lobbing it back and forth is so good. Yes. I mean, she Have really you... sets herself up for that one because it's like, okay, obviously. Yeah, she does. <laughs> you just found this guy on the street, Rachel. <laughs> Now you see have, you're dating him. Like, it's so funny. Have you ever been in a relationship like, or have, have you ever, um, have you ever like tried to do this, like trying to one up an ex? I don't think so. The only, no, I don't think so. But I also, I think we've said this before, like the characters and friends date more in one season than we dated in our entire lives. Like we didn't yeah, just like run point. out and get new boyfriends <laughs> And like go no. on new dates when we broke up with someone. We broke up with someone, and then we were really sad. And it was like six more months until we like maybe had a crush on someone yeah. else. <laughs> we weren't casual daters. We were like, we were okay, not. you have a crush on somebody. You have to like stew on it for months. Finally, admit it to your friends. Make mm-hmm. sure they don't tell anybody, and nobody finds out. If you're me, that's where it ends. If you're Renee, right. you probably try to like strategically position yourself where they're going to be walking by campus, like to Nailed talk it. to them or have a reason to talk to them. But like, that's it. That's what we did. It was yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I ever dated anybody to make someone else jealous. I don't think that works. So, um, <laughs> but I also don't what? think that, that Rachel wants him to be jealous. I know. Weird. It doesn't. I think it's just more like a oh yeah I can, I can move on to like I can date somebody else too like she just oh, is totally. trying to like save it's face in some way but oh my gosh I mean I'm just gonna head, it just oh. cracks me up and then he makes like, the he's... I'm a little teapot, <laughs> yeah I know Short and, and like when Rachel kisses him is like I'll miss you he's like well righteous <laughs> oh my gosh he's I think like he is hilarious yeah me too. And it's like this surfer bro is on the wrong coast because I don't, I don't know. Maybe he got a scholarship to NYU from California. <laughs> Let's give him a totally backstory. Dudes. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's good. I'm with you. I've never dated somebody to make somebody jealous that I can. I just don't think I'd be able to. Do it. My my style was like if somebody broke up with me or I was hurt, I would, they would get silent treatment like to this day do you know what I mean like it would be like I wouldn't block them on social media since I'd start I'd unfollow them um Mm -hmm. if it was like where we had social media um I would unfollow this was before you could mute people and but I would never block because I'm kind of just like no then there's the whole thing of unblocking I don't know I'm just not into that but um yeah I would just never speak to them again never speak to them and never speak about them and that was the way that you incurred my wrath (laughs) was like you're insignificant to me now so yes <laughs> that was my coping mechanism but but I thankfully think we, it's not Ross and Rachel's yeah I was gonna say I think we had the um the benefit of not living with our ex-boyfriend's sister 
Oh my slash gosh. Having yes. a super tight knit. I know that you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of the guys you dated was, I would say, you guys had a pretty tight little friend group. Um, so I know that that was difficult, but you still were able to have a little bit of space and like. Because I remember was like, a bit we were weird, weird party though. and you were like, he's going to be there and we just have to, like, you just had to like mentally prepare. It was it was really weird right after the breakup because I felt like he was like because my my roommates were like really good friends with him too like even before I dated him they were good friends and like so that was fine but he was just like really like he would invite them over and not tell me and then they would go over and not tell me and it wasn't like oh there's a big party everyone's invited Ashley's just deciding not to come it was like hey you two specifically come over to my house because I'm sad and it was like really like you're my roommates do you think maybe he could find other people to lean on during this time right so that was but I think that that's where people like not go crazy but like they're not thinking rationally because in that situation you wanted to break up with him and you did that's true so he hadn't even though I think he could agree it, it was not like it was no longer an enjoyable relationship for anybody yeah I think that he probably hadn't gotten there yet um, no, totally hadn't. He wouldn't have so broken like, up if I wouldn't have No, up he wouldn't him. have broken up with you. So you had that uh, advantage, I guess. But um, I see. I think that people, when they're sad like that, I mean, I had a, a girl that like, I wasn't even, so it was like Matt's old roommate that he's really good friends with and then him and his girlfriend broke up for reasons that everybody should be broken up with. Like she did some inexcusable things and he no longer wanted to date her. And... um. She started reaching out to me to, like, try to weasel her way back in. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to stop you right there. Like, this isn't appropriate. But I just think that people, when they're feeling desperate like that, they just kind of go for it, you know? Like, they can't it's rationalize. Probably, do you think it's, like, this a pride crazy. thing, too? I think it's or partially like, a pride thing. It's probably a control thing. Like, I would think in your situation it was a little bit of a control thing to, like – yeah, he was a bit spiteful prove that, or, like, yeah, petty in that way. Yeah, and prove, like, well, they're, they were my friends before and they're going to be my friends after. So there's this breakup is not going to change that. And I remember even saying, I was like, guys, I'm not telling you to stop being friends with him. But, like, totally. can you just give it a couple months? <laughs> he right. has other people that can come to his house, like, clandestine yeah. trips over to his house to make him feel better. Like, I was yes. like, and I was like, and now, like, everybody else, because our friend group was really tight. So I just remember thinking, like, they would go over to his house. This only happened like once that I know of. Um, so it's not like an everyday thing. But it would be like the time that I'm thinking of, they like went over to his house. And then we were all meeting up somewhere afterwards. And so I was just like, mm-hmm. well, if a bunch of people like saw you guys together beforehand, now I'm the idiot that has no idea what's going on. And I look stupid. I just, I really didn't care for it. Yeah. But it, it wasn't um, great. You though dated somebody and you were really good friends with his brother. Yes, this is true. That's was that, actually, that's very true. Yeah. Well, how was that? Because then you had to still be, like, attached to that family and friend group. Yes. Well, it was, like, multiple folds there because it was, like, a pretty small friend group. And I'd become really good friends with his brother. And then I yeah. worked with his brother, um, which was another level. And he you and were I were – his brother's boss, right? I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But we were just good friends otherwise. So, like, at f- I mean, I did ha- – you're right. I did have to see him more often than I wanted to. Um, but also his family <laughs> kept inviting me to stay. Yeah, I remember and, they really liked you. And <laughs> they did. And, I mean, can you have a lie, Mom? And at first, mm-hmm. because I didn't really want to break up, it was this, like – I don't know. Maybe he wanted to break up, but we were in this like weird, I don't know. I don't think we were both, neither of us were healthy people in that season of life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember that. And it was a bit, it was a lot on again, on. off again, but it was a bit like unclear, not necessarily. It, it, I would a, call a, it unstable. And I would say, I was just going to say though about the breakup, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a clean break. It was one of those things where it was like, oh, no. maybe there was a breakup, but the door was left wide open. So that's very yes. confusing. Yeah. Very confusing. And like. So of course you're going to be like, yeah, I'll go show how kick-ass I am. I come in over to your mom's birthday or whatever it was. Totally. And so I think the first one or two times I did go. And then I was like, I need to actually like have a clean break. Um, 
So ones that were it was a like it was like someone else's graduation that their family was hosting. But I, you know, I was like, I feel like I should go to that. But then it was like, yeah, like a more family event. I was like, I eh, probably shouldn't. I'm out of this one. Um, but it takes you a while to get there sometimes when you're like, well, I don't. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want him to remember what he's missing? You know, um, and a, a less secure person would totally do you know, like all you have to have is a shred of manipulation mm-hmm. or shred of like I guess yeah like wanting to save face or whatever to kind of be like well his, his family keeps inviting me like I'm gonna keep going right. and right like I'm not inviting myself yeah um but yeah I think that's hard to pass up sometimes when you're like oh is there something still there I don't really know um but yeah I did I forgot about that I did have to see him pretty often and at first it was it was much harder it, and more mm. like I don't know. Just because, like you said, it was not an extremely clean break. So it was kind of this like limbo for a while. But then after a while, it became very clear to me that it was not limbo and it just needed to be over, over. That's so hard when you're in those things. And you kind of have to live those experiences to realize. Like, I don't know about you. I don't know if you would say that it was that one, but um, for you. But I certainly had to have a relationship where, like, I wasn't the one that wanted to break up, but we did. And. I was taking it really hard and I just remember having, I don't think that anyone else said it to me. Maybe they did kindly, but cause I remember swallowing the pill myself. That was like, do you know what? Like he's, he's just not into me. Like it was like, he just, and, and just being like, okay, yes, that's a rejection, but like, mm-hmm. I don't need to take that personally. Like I've rejected people that are perfectly lovely people that I would yeah. recommend to any one of my friends. We're just not compatible. And so I was like, right okay, that's all it is. And this guy, like, it's not, it's, well, it was a little bit him too. But you know, when you kind of just have to be like, if he wanted it to work, he'd make it work. And so he just doesn't want it enough. And I just need to accept that and move on. I think I was one of the people who had to gently say that to you because I was just like, people who like people treat them better than this. Yeah. And that was hard. Was this relationship of yours, the friend's brother thing, was... Was was that the example for you? Uh, like realizing that if he wanted to treat you better, he would? <laughs> Maybe. I think I just kind of got to the point where I was like, I think I've been seeing what I want to see in a lot of these things. And uh, um, like I said, I don't think either of us were very healthy versions of ourselves. I think we were both a little lonely and like in like weird seasons of life and you know all those kind of things contribute to mm. getting in relationships you don't need to get into yeah and or staying I in think ones even that you shouldn't stay in. totally and so I think there was still like a light comfort for both of us to like yeah. have that phantom thing there um but after a while I was just like you know I can't do this and I just need to it's so true on. that it's like even having something dysfunctional feels like having it's better than nothing mm-hmm. at certain times in your life. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, yeah. oh, look, I know this isn't great, but like, what's the alternative? Nothing? Right. No. You know, like totally. too lonely. Um, if you guys want more relationship advice, like <laughs> totally just slide into our DMs at Best Friends Club Podcast on Instagram or yeah. the same at gmail.com. And uh, we can give you all the relationship advice we can give you, you all want. The advice. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just end it by saying like when you're in seasons where you're like sad or lonely or whatever, for whatever reason, you're not your absolute best, strongest self. um, It's hard to see in a year from now or even a year ago when things were different and and to talk yourself out of just like leaning on that comfort, whatever that is, even if it's not, you know, great. (laughs) It's hard to like see that for what it is in the moment. Um, I think a better version of me a year later would have been like, absolutely not. I'm not sitting around and waiting for this guy to get his act together. Like I'm out, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, it's hard when you're in it. Totally. Especially if you've like seen glimpses of how good something could be. I think a lot of us hold on to like Mm -hmm. promises that, you know, or hopes that things are going to be different or better because we've experienced it. So I get it. I'm not, um, certainly not judging anybody for that. And like during COVID, man, that must be crazy. So we're still, um, as, as at time of recording, New Zealand has lifted all restrictions except for international travel. Um, cause we have no cases. We've had like 
14 days of no cases or something in New Zealand. Good job. Um, We're right on your tail. I wish. I wish you guys were. Because America is just, no, yeah, just going crazy. But um, but I just I think like I this has just been a wild time of like people yeah. being stuck in relationships or stuck without relationships or stuck in dysfunctional situations and wait yeah well I'll boy. tell you what if you weren't sure if you wanted to be with someone before oh yeah well, maybe maybe not you sure as hell have your answer now and if it is not I a resounding so. yes. And it's like, oh, I don't really know. It was really difficult to be stuck together with them for three months. Uh, there's your answer. Okay, can um, we talk about this? Because I read somewhere <laughs> that Kristen Bell went on a podcast or on like an, had did an interview, and she was like, "This has been really hard." Like the word that she used, and I mean, she is obviously she's an actress and she's very articulate and like expressive, mm-hmm. but the word that she uses, she was like. It was something like, it wasn't despise. It started with an E, but it was like essentially her saying that she and Dax despised each other sometimes. Oh. And everybody was, because somebody was somebody was like, I predict a breakup. And they're like, I'm just as sad about oh, it as you are. But like no. to go on, to go on like a, like a public, you know, televised interview and say that you and your partner despise. But I was like, well, maybe she's just trying to say like, that's normal. There's going to be moments yeah. during COVID where like you oh, look at the totally. other person and you are like, you know, so I was kind of hoping that maybe she was just trying to be like ultra, ultra honest. Totally. And I actually think that they are like the king and queen of being ultra honest. And they mm. are both very self-aware people and like mm. talk about things a lot. You know, from all the time I've hung out with him. But I, so I'm hoping that it's just her like being real and being like, yeah, there are moments where it's, which I totally agree. Like there have been times where Matt and I are way snippier with each other than we normally are because there's yeah. no one else to talk to and there's nothing yeah. to do. And we're like, okay, we're at home again for the millionth day in a row. Um, and you just get tired and short and whatever. And there's like crisis yeah. after crisis going on. Everybody has a lot of mental load right now. Absolutely. But I, I will say, the only celebrity relationship I care about is Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. And if they break up, I will be in mourning. <laughs> well, look, I like I, I totally agree with you because I think I've been I've been really snippy with Ben. And it like not it doesn't have to take much for it to just kind of come out of nowhere to just be frustrated. Yeah. Same with him. Like he's done the same to me. We've both had our moments, whatever. But I wouldn't have I wouldn't have used such a strong word as like yeah. despise or whatever. Um mm-hmm. But like I said, she's really expressive and they both seem like, I mean, they're both creatives, you know, so maybe they're both yeah. just feeling their feels. So hang in there, KB and DS. Yeah. I did just read today that Kelly Clarkson's getting a divorce. I didn't know she was married. Yeah. Who's she married from to? what I knew, uh, some guy that she happens to be married to some guy. Oh, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I really don't keep up with the celebrity stuff, so I'm not totally sure mm. she's married to I, her husband ashley oh of course yeah my bad her husband I who is a guy i think Ooh. he might be like a music producer or something like that but i oh, also okay. could be making that up um well it doesn't matter don't learn his name now he's out he's on his way yeah, out the door. he's out now so um but my friend steph really loves kelly clarkson so i was like oh i'm, I'm so, so sorry for your loss stuff i know you like her maybe she'll have really good breakup songs as a result or mm, no, probably maybe. not. It'll probably be like I mean, now she has a talk. You don't know this because you've been I gone. I do. And but- she has a talk show. Oh, okay. You know it shows you here on like daytime TV. Which oh, is- you guys get it a couple months later. Yeah, we get the crappiest stuff. Like, like NCIS. Okay, is on TV. Okay, over everybody here all the time. gets NCIS all the time. But that's like, like you go to a hotel and that's all that's on is freaking exact- NCIS. Well, but it's like NCIS and like two broke females or whatever and it's like could you can we please just have parks and rec like can we have this is us like can we have some good stuff not like can we have parenthood Ash, like that's all the stuff that is syndicated and playing on all the b-level tv channels well i don't want to be b-level i'm just saying it sucks that like everyone goes like oh american media sucks and it's like no that's two broke females like there's good stuff we just aren't seeing i think it's it. called two broke girls <laughs> i you don't <robot>. care <laughs> <laughs> Two broke females. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like if you are in a hotel and you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to watch TV because I'm waiting for whatever. It is NCIS, Two Broke Females, How I Met Your Mother, 
and Big Bang Theory. I don't want, like, but I'm saying over like, I don't, and over and over and over again. I guess all the jams. we don't pay for we don't pay for cable, so maybe that's why we get hotel TV. Oh but yeah, you're just getting like the CBS rerun channel with local news, probably. Ugh, it's too much. Right. Anyway, um. This is the episode when <laughs> Ashley Marie, I was just about to say, we have not talked about this show at all. A little bit. We've talked about it a little bit. A little bit. bit. Um, so this is the episode minutes, when so if anyone Ross, else is keeping track. <laughs> this is the episode when Ross introduces the whole how to give the finger without actually giving it. Oh, yes. The move. Which, speaking of... Um, playing sports in high school, uh, we actually incorporated that into a cheerleading dance. You did? The whole, we thought we were very cool. Well, don't say that you weren't. D- did you say we did? No, I said you did. I oh, I thought you said question. we did. I was like, Renee was no. an honorary. Everybody thought she was on the cheerleading squad because apparently yeah, they no, thought we were the same person. Yeah, it's hard but, to tell. We look yeah. exactly the same. There's only a foot not. height difference. Oh my gosh! Um, and totally different hair, and totally different faces, and everything about us is different. Except for we're fair two white enough, girls. though. That are we are two broke females. <laughs> we are two. We were two broke females. We were. Um, uh, our baby pictures look so similar that you can't actually. My, our yeah. parents. Well, because my hair was yeah. Yeah, big and curly. curly. Same. Yeah, we just had two little afros. Um, <laughs> Yeah, our parents we couldn't cute. even tell our baby pictures apart. Or they 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 were like, wait a minute, why do you have a picture of yeah. my daughter? And it was like, oh no no. And I, I had blue eyes when I was a baby too, so that you know, yeah, helps. Um, so it's okay. So the story goes on where Ross like finally gets a chance to go on a date with Amanda to do their own playing, whatever. Gets there mm. and she's like, thank you so much for babysitting. <laughs> Which is just humiliating. So good. It's so good Which that it I happened mentioned to Ross. before that I was seeing what I wanted to see. And I just have to say, uh, Ross absolutely huh? was seeing what he wanted to see because how could it not be clear to her, clear to him that that's what was going on? Because Ross doesn't listen to uh, women. 100%. That's, that's a pattern throughout and the And a series. podcast. And a podcast. Yeah. Um, and so that's a, he's Should embarrassed. Should we start a new drinking game where we drink every time Ross, Ross doesn't listen to women or wants somebody to accept his apology Ooh. 0.2 seconds after he does something horrible? We record this in my morning. But mornings, then doesn't so an I extra can't. shot <laughs> an extra shot when then he does something terrible and doesn't think there was anything wrong with it? I would. I'd, or sorry, someone else does something terrible, and he like could okay. Never these rules. Write these rules down. They're getting confusing. Okay. <laughs> I'll submit them. I'll make an official request. Okay. I uh, I could start a new bingo card, but the I don't know heads. if I can. Can't drink because it's we record this in the morning, so it would just be too messy. Um. Mimosas. So. So um, then it's it comes out that Josh is stealing from Rachel. <laughs> He looks um, so yummy in your leather jacket. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. And so Monica gets Phoebe's cold, which we'll talk more about in a minute. Oh um, gosh, and yes. so Monica's sick on the couch, and Ross and Rachel are squabbling about, like, who has the more real relationship. And Monica basically just outs them both, which is so funny. And she's like, "Yes, you ha- you're her babysitter. You have a 12-year-old girl's job. She tipped you $10. And then... She's like, your keg-sucking <laughs> boyfriend is stealing uh, from you. Like, uh, and she's like, now both of you grow up and get over it. I just love Monica in that in that scene. Yes, me too. So that's funny. kind of it. I mean, the squabbling definitely still carries on into future episodes. I think this is just the funniest of it. Mm-hmm. It is funny. Yeah. It's really great. Um, should we talk about Phoebe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who uh, is sick. And so she's like, I have to play. My music is all I have. Because remember last episode, she was fired for being a whore. And <laughs> really bad day whore wise. <laughs> yeah. And so she finds her new sexy voice, which I love for Phoebe. I do too. 
And I love that she's like, if I sneeze in the middle of a song, it's not on purpose. Oh, except for the last <laughs> verse of Pepper People. <laughs> uh, uh, it's so such, cute. She's so cute. It's just some good, lighthearted yes. Phoebe content. It's. I think that's maybe one of my favorite Phoebe like plot lines. Her her sexy phlegm. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. When she gets like up there and starts playing it, she's like, this chick sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> be, a little, be a good little boy and bring me a whiskey. <laughs> I really like when she's like, I love how sexy I am. And then she starts like, yeah. <laughs> like yes. Lisa Kudrow just nailed oh, that one. Oh, she nails it. So, um, so she's like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to write some sad songs to go with my new sexy voice. And you brought this up before where she's like, nothing that sad's ever happened to me. Oh my gosh. And so, um, you know, Monica's like, what? And then she's like, when you had to live on the streets when you were 14. So we were also trying to be like, okay, so Phoebe's mom killed herself when she was 12. And we were trying to remember Mm -hmm. when Phoebe wound up on the streets. So there was two years there with um, stepdad and whoever. So she was 14, which is so young to wind up on the streets of New York. I know. So young. Um, so young. And then Phoebe loses her sexy phlegm and um, tries to get it back at, by – oh, because Monica is like, I think I'm catching your cold. And she's like, you mean stealing it? Yeah. And so she, like, tries to steal her cold back from Monica, which is just also really funny. Yeah. And, Yeah. Well, I was going to say, when she, like, is like, well, I want to write sad songs, but nothing that bad has ever happened to me. And Monica, like, lists them all out, and she's like, uh-huh. Or that one time my hair did that weird thing. Yeah, my hair um, did that woohoo thing. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of my friend Kate, because Kate is, like, so Kate is a social worker. She deals with, like, really difficult scenarios for her clients on a, a daily basis, and she's always, like, hearing terrible stories and whatever, but she's really good at it and then she's had all these crazy things happen in her life like within her family or to her or to like very close friends of hers and we joke about it and she actually got a tattoo on her body she's always like it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine but then so when the she tiniest... has that tattooed on her body it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Well, she just has one it's fine ah gotcha <laughs> because we were like she has a bunch of tattoos and her husband does tattoos so we were like you need to get it's fine tattooed on your on you and so she, and she did. did how cool yeah um but it's always she like I swear she could truly handle anything because she's handled so much before but then the tiniest little thing that doesn't matter she's like oh my gosh Renee how am I gonna do this we were supposed to be part of this fitness survey and they said you had to make a mood board and she was like oh my gosh Renee I don't know how to make a mood board how am I even gonna make this and I was like Kate you just told me that someone in your life is their their life is basically falling apart and this is what you're worried about (laughs) like it's really funny. I think some people are super resilient to the big things, but then their hair does that woohoo thing, and they're like, "That's the worst thing that's ever happened to me." Oh, Kate, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Okay, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, that is Phoebe. She kind of does like sometimes she talks about how difficult it was, but then other times she just talks about her street life so matter of factly. Yeah, and she does tend to look at it with like a, you know, like I had a barrel. <laughs> You had a barrel for a dollhouse? No, I just had a barrel. <laughs> I just had a barrel. <clears throat> um, this is when Phoebe debuts a fun little bop called Parading Goats Are Parading. <laughs> Which I get stuck in my head. Do you want to tell us how it goes, Renee? Parading goats are parading. Parading down the street. Parading goats are parading. Leaving little treats. <laughs> I guess she goes, huh, and then like starts to write. Like she's like, yeah, yeah. I like it. That's <laughs> um, so cute. And I love okay. goats. Do you? I love baby goats. Oh, okay. So goats are a bit so of a adorable. handful. Yeah, baby goats are freaking adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, right after the hit song "Parading Goats," we have a very mm-hmm. monumentous event. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm, no. Whip out your kissing bingo cards, kids, because (laughs) whip them out. I actually, so Phoebe kisses, so Gunther sneezes and Phoebe makes out with them to get his, but I don't think we have Gunther on our kissing bingo cards. I don't think we included Gunther. Is this the only cast member to kiss Gunther? It might be. 
I think so. I was just trying to think if anybody kissed him at like a New Year's party or something. I mean, we yeah, know that no. Judy Geller finds his raw sexual magnetism very... <laughs> See why the girls <laughs> like it here. Ugh. Um, Ugh. Yeah, I think she's the only one to kiss Gunther, which is hysterical. Yeah, um, it is. And so, Oh, my gosh, yes. And so then, um, yeah, at the end, he's like, Rachel, um, I just need to talk to you about something. And like confesses. He's like, you know, oh, I didn't so initiate the kiss, but I also didn't stop it. I'm like... <laughs> It's funny, but, like, poor Rachel, like, she's got to deal with this man. But she, I don't think she realizes how much. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she's just like, okay, he's kind of weird and oversharer. Yeah, I suppose that he um, isn't too full on to her face, as far as we know. And he just dotes on her, so she kind of, I think, Mm -hmm. takes it to her advantage. When's your birthday? May 5th. Oh, mine's, I don't mine's care. Mine's December. I don't care. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Funny. Um, which apparently I did some reading and there's some uh, timeline inconsistencies with their yeah. birthdays, but I don't find yeah. that very interesting personally. I I actually get kind of annoyed. I'm like, that's a script supervisor thing. Like, I think when you're writing a character, that's the kind of things you should have, like their middle names and their birthdays and where they're from, just because then you can keep it always Rather than having to rewrite it every time. Is that how that remember. works? Like you just put it in a OneNote so you can go back to it? Yeah. It should you be. You have like your each character has a OneNote. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how things work? Mm. What? I mean, it, it, huh? What'd you say? Oh, I said, is that how things work? Is that how things work? Yeah. Hmm. I hear you. I mean, it would be nice to have some consistency. Um. So I guess they were saying that like Rachel's birthday when it's celebrated like and oh it's like someone calls her an Aquarius I think and so it's like mm-hmm. it would be like Jan Feb and then Ross mm. tells his birthday later I can't remember what for but it's yeah, in October and so it's yeah. there is some inconsistency there I suppose you're you're right it probably bothers it probably bothers a lot of people that that watch me me included <laughs> mostly Renee um okay and then the Title of the episode, Chandler's new, or no, 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 he wishes, Joey's new girlfriend. Oh, um, too soon, Ash, too soon. Yeah. So this one is a bit tragic for me. Um, Could we Chandler, start at the top real quick, though? That Chandler sees her in the coffee shop or something else? Is Kathy wearing a wig? Um, It certainly looks Does like that. Look like it. Yeah. Yeah, the way oh, that her hair it. is cut is very, um, what's the word? Not like aggressive, but it's very, like, it's a very stark. Like a razor cut. Yeah. And it is like the little, what, is that like a little pixie? Is it a, no, it's not a pixie cut. No, it's not it's a page a boy cut. Mm-mm. I don't know. What is it? It's a very, very short bob. A very short bowl cut with bangs. With a lot of bangs, yeah. It's like a mani- Manic Pixie Dream Girl haircut. That's why I don't know what it's... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's a like haircut neither of us could ever pull the off. The Beatles. <laughs> oh my God, no. Um, yeah, it is like weird bangs. Yeah, and it's very red, which again was like of the time. So I could, and it's, I think her hair is just really shiny. So I, I don't know if it's a wig or not because, um, so the actress is Paget Brewster and she, I'm pretty sure is like in NCIS or something like that now. Oh, and boy. I think she still has reddish hair. I don't know. I kind of assumed it was just like a very nineties choice of haircuts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Her, That's I okay. like stared her hair and I'm like, is it a wig? I don't know. Um, so Chandler's like, oh, wow, that girl's really pretty and goes over to talk to her. But she's like, oh, look, you know, I, I got to let you know I'm she handles it super well. She's kind of, you know, makes fun of him a little bit, but it's playful. And he's like, I should let you know I'm, I'm actually waiting for a date. And then Joey walks in. And yeah. uh, that's her. the date. Yeah. And then kisses her and is like, oh, glad you so glad you met Chandler. Didn't I tell you? He's so funny. And so, like, yeah, I guess it can be assumed that they've had some off-screen dates in history if he's, like, talking about his friends and is so familiar with her. Um, And 
she becomes a very quick fixture in their lives. Um, she's mm-hmm. like spending the night at the apartment and they both are in, woke up in the middle of the night to watch this. I had to look up who Ernie Kovacs was. He's an old comedian, like very yeah. like Three Stooges style, yes. I think. Yes, stuff. miming kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, what's that like? It's like sketch comedy, I guess. Like back when it was like one man sketch shows were popular. Like, yeah, maybe whoever that other dude was. Not Lawrence Welk. Who was that? Johnny Carson? Yeah, anyway. (laughs) I mean, Johnny Carson is like He was talk show, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, But they all start making fun of Chandler, and they're like, because they were like, oh, man, you know, like, Kathy's cool. And he's like, oh, she's isn't she? She's so cool. She's She did the funny, and they're like, okay, like, wow. I totally know that when you don't even realize and you can't help yourself but just start gushing about something. Yeah. Or someone. It's obvious. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're all like, wow, Chandler, you're so in love. Which they don't say anything about like, but isn't that weird? Because it's Joey's girlfriend. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. they make, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they just kind of, I mean, I think like, they aren't taking it well i think i mean i would probably assume too because he's like no 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 they're just like oh chandler loves kathy but i one would assume he wouldn't do anything about it yeah maybe they don't think he actually loves her maybe they just think he like yeah like ooh, like, like thinks, somebody has a crush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah maybe it's like that um but then later he's like you guys were actually right you know i do love her. I really love her. I really, yeah. So he does, but then they don't, um, like they don't, they just stand there and stare at him blankly and nobody gives any advice. <laughs> but I guess Kathy right. and Joey walk in like two seconds yeah. later. Yeah. So they True. don't really have a chance to handle it. Yeah. Um, and then the three of them, for whatever weird reason, oh, is it because. Is it because, like, Chandler's really short with her or something and Joey's like, give her a chance. Come on, I gave Janice a chance. And so that's how Chandler winds up on a, like, third wheeling on a date? Yeah, because he's like, you want to go out to dinner with us? And Chandler's like, oh, no, that's I right. ate on Monday. That's like, right. just be normal, Chandler. Just I say, just... like, I've got plans. You guys have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or love, oh, yeah, let's set something up soon. Or just go and be normal. And, yeah. you know. Whatever. Well, and he, then like when they're on the date. Yeah, I was going to say, he bees the he opposite of normal. <laughs> he bees the opposite of normal. Because Why? they're out there. Right. You know, like he is, he is being a real, a huge jerk. He's just like so obviously doesn't want to be there. And it's sad because he's doing it because Joey forced him. And then Kathy's trying, she's trying extra hard to make up for it. So like she's overcompensating and Chandler's just retreating further and yeah. yeah which you always want when you start dating someone new like you want that person's friends to like you so I mean if I were Kathy I'd probably be doing the same thing you know like trying to engage him and um, yeah involve him especially because at the beginning they're like necking I'm like what is happening yeah come out to dinner with us while we <laughs> I don't know it looks I don't know if he's telling Canoodle. her a secret or kissing her neck but like it's very you know intimate you're in mixed company like if you wanted to do that why did you invite Chandler um yeah so but Chandler could just be like oh yeah she's not my type or yeah oh yeah might be cool to get set up with your friend or or oh, I'm not really much of a like blind date person you know like, yeah there's so many better ways to not because he's just like no oh i'm gonna go get a beer like he just is short with her which makes yeah him look like a jerk but i know it's self-preservation i mean we've all it, seen love actually <laughs> and um, you know? i also feel like um i forgot what i was gonna say Something about Kathy. Oh, yeah. Because when they when she and Chandler first started talking, they got along so well. So I feel like she's just yes. kind of trying to be like, oh, you're my buddy. Like, you're my boyfriend's best friend. You and I get along really well. Like, it's kind of this thing. And I totally um, sympathize with this because this is exactly what I did and probably sometimes still do. Is like, if there's somebody that 
you are not, there's like no, like, um, chance of dating or no like sexual chemistry, you feel really open and close with them. And so it's, you know what I mean? You're like almost flirty. Like mm-hmm. when they're watching the Ernie Kovacs thing and she like puts her legs up on the canoe and she like touches his arm. Like and she ain't wearing pants. Yeah. And it's like, I, I get it. I get that to her that's so meaningless because she's like, oh, this is a neutral zone. Like I'm dating your best friend. So like obviously right. nothing could happen. And so she like almost lets her guard down. That's exactly how I always, and that's how I was wound up in these situations where like I would have a crush on somebody so I couldn't look at them couldn't talk to them but then like their friend Your best friend was in love with her or like their that happened no that happened once but like with somebody that I saw as like neutral I could be really comfortable and be myself and probably did come off as like I wouldn't say like you know full out flirty but yeah. No, but I think it's like you would give them lots and lots of attention and yeah, talk to them. and we and then connect. you become close yeah. with them, and they're totally. like, okay, I'm in, and you're like, it's so nice to have a non-sexual friend. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, but I love you. Let's get married and move to a foreign country, and you're like, I'm busy not talking to your best friend because I like him, but maybe later. Renee has just summarized. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, so I see where Kathy, like, I can see what she's trying to do here, and where to her, it's like, what? Like, you know, we've, we've got along so well up until this point, like, and she's probably like, it'd be so fun to double date. Like, I love hanging out with Chandler. I know that Joey wants to have Chandler around, so like, let's get one of my good girlfriends, and that could be such a fun time. But I also think that I don't necessarily think that she sees him completely platonically I don't know that she has a crush on him necessarily but I think that she feels like there is a connection because they get along so well and her interaction with Joey is 100% surface and she's like I like Joey because he picks die hard and doesn't pretend to like what I like I'm like uh no cool yeah, that, yeah. that's right I forgot she's great said, relationship that's, kind of, that's like yeah it's like I my boyfriend likes video games like so does everyone <laughs> like oh you mean every male <laughs> yeah. trying to spin a negative quality into a positive one I'm like eh you could just be like yeah we don't like the same movies but that's fine because Joey's I don't got watch a few of those because like Charlie when they date like she obviously knows know. there's no connection yeah I wonder if they're both True. just trying something like yeah this guy isn't who I would typically go for but you know, maybe it's good to, I don't know, connect on certain You want to know what and, I think? What do you think? Some people are not going to like it. Or some people may. Maybe. That's no, okay. You I go. Think that you'll, I think that you will get what I'm saying. What's Renee's opinion? Like what's, what's My opinion is, is that sometimes when like all, like the beginning of your relationship is purely sexual, you are you are very connected, obviously, but you don't have a lot to base it off of other than attraction. So you have to work backwards where like if you build the other stuff, you know, the commonalities and the personality first, you know what you're working with. So, I mean, she said they were in acting class and they were just making out, which means they yeah. think like, you know, then they just like went out after that and it probably wasn't. You know, Joey's not exactly a slow mover. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I think that's totally true because if like, I think and and I think sometimes it works out. We've seen that. With oh, some not friends, that right? it can't, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It just, just doesn't always. Of, you have to start filling in yeah, the gaps because you don't. But you have already like a, feel connected to them, right? But without kind of you know? having like that base of friendship or understanding where your yes. like philosophies on life and ideologies totally. match. And like don't. even going yeah. out with someone a couple times, I think you know them better than like when you obviously just meet them. Yeah, but I could so, see though, because like for them, they're both in acting class, so maybe they think they have a lot more in common. Totally, it's easy to think that like, oh, we're in the same field. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. no, I know what you're saying. But maybe some people don't like that. Um, well, so back at the bar scene, like, yeah, Chandler like storms off in a huff, and then he kind of admits what's going on but (laughs) yes he actually does but so dramatic a very passive aggressive emphasis on aggressive (laughs) yeah and joey of course sweet joey is obtuse and like doesn't get it doesn't realize that like 
Chandler is actually confessing his love for your girlfriend. And I think everybody would think that it's a bit because don't they don't they even say that to him? Like, you don't even know this girl. You know, like Chandler doesn't really know her. It is a little bit of like he's no. like love at first sight struck by totally. her. And so I think everybody's kind of like, huh? Like, you know, they're not expecting it because they're like, you barely know this woman. How can you be like in love with her? Yes, I agree. He is um, taking it a little dramatic. But I do think like, I can't remember if I said this just a little while ago or not, but when they are together and they're like talking about the Ernie Koufax, whatever. Yeah. He's so himself. Yeah. Um, And like a comfortable version, not like a really strung out version of Chandler trying to be funny. Like he's, he's naturally funny. Um, and you know, kind of, he's got like quick wit and he's kind of quirky, but like Mm -hmm. he's being himself Mm -hmm. and you don't see that a whole lot with Chandler and women. Right. That he thinks are attractive around. So I think that he like feels that. And so it might feel more intense than, because he, he can thinks. actually be well like they have that dorky connection over the wonder yeah. broom or whatever and like or the yeah. mop and yeah you're right like I, I could see him being like wow you know you're not gonna judge me and reject me for being weird or goofy or yeah. something yeah yeah and like Kathy and Chandler make so much more sense together I guess kind of in a way yes. um I, I don't know who I could see Joey with though like if I had to pick a perfect woman for Joey. Who who would you even? What would she be like? Like, uh, well, this is because I know you like rabbits and I know you like cheese. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I had somebody that I liked him with, but now I can't remember. I liked him with Charlotte from Sex in the City. Yeah, I I think her, but I think they write it to want you to like them together. Yeah, because that she like what did she like speak six languages and is like she's just really cool and really strong. But like yeah. it would have been awesome to see Joey support that. Yeah, and like you know what I mean. Like she she mm-hmm. has her own thing going on, so she wouldn't have like hung yeah. on his every move. She but she was really into him. But it was like he could have done. He could have done his acting thing, and she's had her own thing going on. I feel like they could have supported yeah. each other. I, I can't True. remember anybody else that I really like for him. No. I can't either. Oh, well, well, maybe when they show up, we'll remember it. But Yeah, but it's not Kathy. No, I just... It's not. I, I. It's so easy to look back and be like, Chandler, why don't you just say something? But like, if you were dating somebody and I had a yeah. huge crush on them... I probably wouldn't have been like, Renee, actually, I really like, you know what I mean? I would have never done that. So Yeah. And I also think what makes it extra hard is that it's not like they both met her at the same time. Joey was already dating her. That's right. So if, yeah, I I think that if they both met her and Joey was like, I think I'm going to ask her out on channel. I was like, dude, I, I really, really like this girl. That would have been an easier, maybe still like, well, that happened with the Dutch girl, like, and it. <laughs> well, sure, maha. but maha, ma. Where do Dutch people live, Joey? I don't get it. Um, I didn't catch that Dutch. <laughs> I didn't catch that Dutch. Um, but like, I think what, if it's a level playing field, yeah, I hear what you're you saying. Know, it'd be easier to say, but like, but, it's like, oh, you've already gone on dates with this woman, and they're kind of like calling her your girlfriend, and, and like, I suddenly have her a crush to the on group. her. Yeah, I yeah. get it. I get it. But yeah, it's a bit. Meh, and I guess it's also like know. you kind of feel like you're being selfish to do that. Um, yeah. And so you probably don't want to. And maybe he thinks he can just get over it. But yeah. That's... Well, and to your point, it's like, OK, so he's known this girl like he's hung out with her one time in the middle of the night. Um, is that really worth like telling your friend to break up with his girlfriend? Yeah. You know? Right. Um. I think in a few episodes when it's very clear that Chandler's crush is not going away, he might need to say something, even if it's just to be like, hey, I can't hang out with you and Kathy because for whatever reason, her and I really click and I just, it's making me confused on how I feel and I just yeah. wanted you to know. Um, I'm not trying to feel this way and I don't want to feel this way, but like once he has some 
some sort of like solid information because right now I feel like it's just like okay we hung out that one time and it was great and hormones you know exactly hormones like it could just be like this initial like infatuation that will fizzle out as I get to know her or something yeah and you don't know how Joey's gonna take it so you don't want to like bring it up it's just a bit of a perfect storm I guess yeah well I'll tell you what the the right answer is not is what happens (laughs) you mean like in the following episodes yeah. Yes. Um, I'm so glad, though, because, like, as much as I, you know, I used to think I didn't like um, Kathy, and I didn't like this, but I'm actually really looking forward to the next few episodes because it's actually quite funny. So it is funny. Okay. So we'll I'll leave it there box. for now. Lives in a box. We'll leave it there for now. Um, join us next week for episode six, which is the one with the dirty girl, which is also <laughs> quite funny. <laughs> Um, Uh, Cool. That is us for now. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Come back next time for more relationship advice and more. Yeah, and more. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye, guys.